The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to SEO predictions month on the voices of search podcast i'm your host benjamin shapiro and today we're going to continue our month-long series covering some of the boldest seo predictions for 2019 joining us for seo predictions month is adam edwards who is a senior vice president and head of seo at reprise digital which is an agency focused on providing consumer brands with audience first end-to-end solutions that creatively unify channel strategies to build on their heritage of performance-based marketing campaigns. And today, Adam is going to share his SEO predictions for 2019. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here is our interview with Adam Edwards, the Senior Vice President and Head of SEO at Reprise Digital. Adam, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. It's great to have you here, and I'm looking forward to hearing your bold predictions for what SEOs need to know in 2019. But let's start off, give us a little background, tell us about you, and tell us about Reprise Digital. Sure. So Reprise has been around since 2003. Uh, We were one of the earliest search agencies in the field. We got acquired by Interpublic Group, or IPG, in 2007. And we've recently rebranded just last year. And so now we've incorporated uh, social, mobile, development, data, basically a full-service digital agency. Uh, We have almost 3,000 people around the world now uh, working with us. And I myself have been around here for seven years, uh, including 20 years in the industry, but seven years here at Reprise and uh, leading up the SEO team Uh, And we have about 50 people uh, doing SEO just in the U.S. alone uh, across six cities. So that's a 
large SEO team. You've clearly been in the industry and, and working on the agency side for years. Yep. Uh, and and been exposed to a lot of brands. So I'm excited to hear your view about what's going to happen in 2019. Let's start off. What's what's your first prediction? What do you think's the the big thing that's going to happen this year in the SEO community? So you told me to be bold, and I'm going to be bold by making my first prediction not about Google. Oh. Um, <laughs> to uh, throw you a curveball. So I actually believe Amazon SEO is going to become a huge area of focus. We've seen it uh, increasing every year with our clients. And I think it's going to become talked about more and more. So Amazon, obviously, their SEO is going to be focused on product search. Do you think that that's going to be... When you say Amazon SEO, are you talking about optimizing on the Amazon platform or optimizing your Amazon listings to show off? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Making sure that your Amazon uh, pages show up both in Amazon and in other search engines such as Google. And as Amazon expands beyond traditional e-commerce into the digital space, obviously they're a technology company, web hosting, device creation. They're, They're... you know, they own the world. They are, well, they're expanding and they're competitive with some of the other major tech companies. You know, sure. you can say the same about Apple. You know, yep. they're in content and devices and hosting and all sorts of stuff. Google as well. Sure. Um, yep. How do you see SEOs needing to prioritize? Are there other places outside of just product search where Amazon SEO is going to become a more important topic? Uh, it's possible, uh, but we really see products as being the main focus, especially for many of our CPG clients. They have really uh, increased their budgets because they see the immediate return on investment. Uh, it's not having to go through multiple steps to decide what you want. And as Google's algorithm gets smarter, they have done a much better job at recognizing the intent of queries. And a lot of times when you do searches now, you'll see uh, products immediately you won't necessarily see as much content as you used to. Now, of course, Google's intent is to show as many product listings as is possible. Uh, but below that, you will eventually get often Amazon product listings in the organic results. I do see, obviously, Amazon is a product-driven company. It's an e-commerce company first. That's their heritage. Yep. Uh, and I, you know, I do understand that the CPG companies are going to be putting more and more of their products onto the platform. So Amazon SEO in the e-commerce sense is naturally going to become uh, more important to SEOs. I see another opportunity to take advantage of SEO, and it actually has to do with content distribution. One of the things that I've started to see marketers doing is taking some of the content that they would normally put in a gated uh, environment, like your white paper downloads or, or your eBooks, and they're starting to put them on Amazon to take advantage of the domain strength of Amazon. Sure. So do you see any opportunities to take advantage of Amazon from an SEO perspective in terms of content distribution? Mm, that's really interesting. Uh, It's certainly possible. You do reference the domain authority of Amazon, which is undeniable. Uh, So certainly I could see that happening. Uh, It'll be interesting to see, you know, if services start to show up more. Amazon does have many different stores. And so if you can improve engagement as well, if you get people to read your content and connect, uh, that certainly makes sense. So tell me, as we start thinking more about Amazon SEO, and specifically really going to be focused on e-commerce, but maybe in the content space, 
What advice do you have for SEOs to prepare to expand their view and their understanding of Amazon as a search provider? So Amazon obviously has a very successful e-commerce platform. That's an understatement of the year. Uh, But they are not as advanced in terms of their uh, search functionality or their ad platform. They have a lot of opportunities to grow. And so um, very simple things that we've done for, you know, 20 years in the traditional search engine space will be effective in in Amazon SEO. So something as simple as bulleted lists uh, can be quite valuable because you're being succinct to the point and you're being descriptive. Uh, if you pull in and if you look at some of the non-optimized content on Amazon, you get a lot of just very brand-oriented messaging, uh, which might be great for marketers. But when you're trying to compare features and you're already at that you know, consideration of buying phase of your journey, just being very straightforward with the topics that you are able to be an authority on will be quite successful for you. My takeaway from this, and it also has to do with a couple different uh, ways that content is being refactored. The user experience and and life in general is just moving at a faster pace. And so people are dedicating less time to consuming long-form content. So it's more important to distill your content down to its true essence, whether it's shorter form content, shorter paragraphs, bulleted lists. You know, this gets into the, the type of snippets that Google is starting to promote and put into uh, position zero. You know, the if they're able to grab a paragraph that describes and answers somebody's question, they're just going to show that as opposed to linking off to that article. And I think that that same, you know, thought pattern is happening here with Amazon. The more that you can be succinct and bullet out and make it easy to scan through your content, the better off you'll be. Sure. So let's talk a little bit about what your your next prediction is going to be. Tell me what else you think is going to happen that SEOs need to be aware of in 2019. Sure. So there's been a lot of talk about voice. Um, It has been the year of voice for a couple of years now. There's obviously a lot of smart speakers out in the market. A lot of people have uh, virtual assistants on their phones or TVs. I believe at some point, maybe not this year, but maybe next year, that someone will uh, give away a smart speaker for free, or at least the functionality. The speakers themselves have uh, dropped quite a bit in price. You can see uh, whether it's Facebook or Amazon, uh, you see a lot more of uh, monitors and and screens incorporated into uh, these devices. But I think just the speakers themselves, I think it's incumbent on the advertisers and the retailers, such as Google and Amazon, to get them in as many places as possible. And the device is not that expensive. And so I feel like someone at some point will probably uh, take the plunge. It's interesting. You're talking about going towards the AOL disk model where they just mail you the <laughs> disk in advance, right? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're going towards that path. And that's how much these companies want to win the voice game and be in your home. I think the major device manufacturers that are invested in voice are Apple, Amazon, and Google. Um, do you have any sense of which one you think will be the first to hit the price point of zero? Well, Apple doesn't really give much away for free, so that would surprise me. Um, it's hard to tell if it would be either Amazon or Google. I guess it depends on who can monetize it the best. 
Amazon uh, would probably be more likely because I think they've really tried to figure out how to deliver, for instance, their uh, fire products as affordably as possible. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount Google from trying, at least in certain tests. Obviously, they give uh, Android away, so that's not unprecedented. My thought is it's, it, it would likely be Google hitting price point zero first before Amazon. And you mentioned that Amazon has a clearer path to monetization for their voice products because you can order products from your Echo today. Yep. Uh, I want to say Alexa, but my Alexa is going to go off. (laughs) At home, we call it a Schmexa, just so it doesn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But there's a couple trends that I've noticed. First, Google has been pretty far forward with allowing other device manufacturers to have their Google Assistant, and they're starting to build them into some of the IoT devices. And also where Amazon has a direct path to monetization through e-commerce, I think Google has a better path to monetizing the data. And so the faster they're able to get that voice footprint, the more that feeds into their larger model of providing search value. And even though the experience isn't there because voice is the first component, eventually when the screens become integrated into more of your home, uh, Google needs that data to understand how voice search is going to work and be able to provide the right experience. So my guess would be Google gives away the product for free before Amazon does. It's quite possible. It certainly does fit in with a lot of their philosophies. You know, typically when Google's done hardware, uh, they either have like a very high-end phone. I know the Chromebooks are more affordable, but I'm not sure how low of a price point they're willing to go. Uh, but it's certainly quite possible. Yeah, I certainly foresee them trying to do whatever they can to maintain that lead. The fact that we're even talking about Amazon and a search functionality like we haven't, you know, until very recently. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, they're definitely becoming more of a factor in all channels of marketing. I know that there's been a big push in terms of their ad platform as well, which is starting to be one of the biggest ad platforms in the world. Let's talk a little bit about your your third prediction. What else do you think is going to happen? Or maybe what would you like to happen in 2019? So I'm so glad you frame it up that way. So 
as marketers, uh, we thrive on data. And especially at larger agencies like Reprise, companies are always vying for marketers' attention. There's places where you know you need to be, such as Google. And then there's areas where uh, you know, you're always battling for investment or attention. So it's not just ad dollars, but it's also um, you know, optimization and, and other, even just content creation. And so I believe one of the other major platforms, aside from Google, will release a trend type of product to marketers, hopefully for free. Uh, obviously, if you work closely with them, you may have a partner um, who can provide you with certain data. But I could really see a Bing or a Pinterest releasing a trend-type tool to the public pretty soon. So it's interesting that you bring Pinterest up because you know Pinterest is going to be most likely IPOing in 2019. Maybe it gets pushed to 2020, depend on the economic conditions. But there's a, a business that to me is mostly around visual search or is entirely around visual search. And the question for me is, what is their long-term growth game? I'd love to hear more of your thoughts about what a Pinterest trends product would look like and, and what do you think the value is for them to produce it? So they really have been at the forefront of visual search. Um, really see a lot of upside potential. You know, being able to search visually uh, and there's a lot of confusion in this space about like what is visual search because a lot of people equate that with automatically it has to be augmented reality. And I don't think that is necessarily the case. But uh, just in terms of being able to peruse, um, you know, it's funny that for, you know, over a decade, the major search engines have had, always had these image functionalities. But you know, there was a time when Google admitted to like, oh, we only update that algorithm every six months. And so they've always like had the crawl uh, capacity to tackle this. But Pinterest has really thought about the user experience. And if they continue that focus, I think they uh, have a good opportunity to, uh, to keep growing. The interesting thing to me about some of the trends that you've raised in that Amazon is going to become a bigger focus for search. Someone, Google or, or likely Amazon, will potentially give away a smart speaker and that you know, Bing or Pinterest can create this trend-type product to get some attention and, and sort of shine the spotlight on their search products. My feeling is if I had to summarize what your takes are is that Google is going to see competition on a couple different beachfronts this year. Do you see this being a year where, you know, some market share from the core Google business gets taken away? Uh, or is this just sort of, you know, competitors picking at their heels? I think it's additive. Um, there's so much focus in the marketplace about like, oh, there's like a finite pie. But, you know, with uh, everyone having their mobile phone with them, we're searching more and more all the time. Uh, we want to know the answers to things. We want to shop uh, wherever we want are. You know, you can get internet access on the subway now. So you're never not connected. So I don't know that Google share will go down. I just think the overall marketplace will just continue to grow. And I think these are good opportunities for maybe not new players, um, but players that we haven't heard as much from until recently. Yeah, it's interesting. I think that there's two ways to think about it. This is either, you know, 
death of Google by a thousand cuts and the competition is starting to reach them uh, all around their business or the search industry is growing and evolving. And so there are new technologies which Google is involved in all of them and likely to continue to succeed. I think there's, you know, the truth will be told by the, hopefully the end of 2019, but it's definitely a multi-front war for, for Google and, you know, across the search industry this year. In particular for Pinterest, something that we argue about even internally in our own teams is, you know, uh, we've talked about Pinterest search, but a lot of people in the industry will say it's a social platform. And yes, it is social. Uh, and so, you know, as marketers, we look at, well, where is the budget coming from? Who, who is the stakeholder that we're working with on this particular project? And so even though uh, we as search marketers might think of Pinterest as search, there's also social opportunity there. And that uh, is good because, as I said, it, it grows the pie. It doesn't uh, limit, our, limit our budgets. Uh, before we let you go, I know that you listened to our SEO prediction series with Jordan Cooney. We did SEO week to start off 2019. Um, did you have any reactions to some of the predictions that Jordan made? We talked about content refactoring, algorithm change, some potential regulatory uh, things that might happen. Yep. Um, just want to get your take on you know whether you agreed or disagreed with some of the other predictions that we've made so far in this podcast? Sure. I'd say refactoring uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, Google's gotten better and better at pulling out key points from within pages. So, you know, I used to say as an SEO, well, you want as many pages on your site as possible to answer every single question. Now, Google is starting to understand, you know, even a single sentence is potentially answering this question. Now there will be, uh, I'm sure, more and more concerns about whether it's answering it factually, um, but in terms of being able to understand, at least semantically, this is an answer to a question, whether or not it's the right answer, uh, I may leave to uh, other people to answer. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting point, And I'm, I'm glad you bring it up because it's consistent with what you're talking about with the Amazon strategy of how to optimize your Amazon SEO as uh, the search engines, specifically Google, become more sophisticated as their machine learning algorithms get better, as the AI starts to take over. Um, you know, my feeling is that, that the search companies will be able to pick out which pieces of content are relevant more effectively. Yeah. And so that changes the value of long form content and short form content. And it's a mobile, it's an on demand world. I think the the better short form content SEOs are going to be able to produce on one page or on multiple pages, it's going to have more value over time. Whether that hits a tipping point in 2019 is still remain to be seen. Sure. Um, any other last predictions or, or thoughts as we head into or continue on in our uh, journey of 2019? What are some other things that you're focused on uh, for this year? Uh, we're always thinking about position zero, um, not just in a voice aspect because it's a quick answer, but also just like recognizing, you know, that impression is pretty valuable. Um, so looking more at the data we can get from Search Console is valuable. Understanding um, click-through rate from an organic perspective is is quite interesting and not a metric that people who aren't doing SEO at an enterprise level, maybe we're always thinking about. If you own your own business, of course, you're obsessing over every single number. But enterprise marketers, you know, we still need to make sure that we're 
looking at ROI and not just uh, rankings. Interesting. Okay. Well, Adam, I appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your predictions, and I look forward to getting together with you. We're going to have a webinar uh, sometime early in February. I'm not sure if we've set the date yet, but uh, it'll be great to get together with you and some of our other podcast guests to talk about our predictions in 2019. So thanks for making the time. Thanks, Benjamin. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Adam Edwards, the Senior Vice President and head of SEO at Reprise Digital. If you'd like to learn more about Adam, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is reprisedigital.com. That's R-E-P-R-I-S-E-D-I-G-I-T-A-L.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you'd like to talk to me about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can tweet me at Ben J. Schapp. That's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed next week with more SEO predictions for 2019. And lastly, if you've enjoyed this show and you're feeling generous, we'd be honored for you to leave us a review in the iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.